good friend that is up, and he's going to share the word with us this morning. It's quite different. I don't know that since I've been here, I've I've um, had anyone preach for me on a Sunday morning, but this morning is uh, definitely a special morning because I've got my brother Randy Rubel, who's going to come and share the word. You can make your way up here, brother Randy Rubel. One thing that I want to say about this man of God as he comes to share the word is I don't know that there's anybody that I've ever met that actually cares more about the body of Christ than this person. Why do you say that, Paul? Because how many of y'all know I, actions speak louder than words? Yeah, amen. Well, this, and, I, and I don't, I, you, I'm not saying this to puff you up this morning, but this was probably the greatest display of, of, uh, of humility and the desire uh, to promote the kingdom more than himself. Uh, anybody we have retired pastors in the house and i'm trying to choose the way that i say this to say it exactly the way that god laid it on my heart this morning but as i was thinking about you brother randy rubel i was thinking about the the step that you made at your church he was pastoring a church in missouri and he heard the voice of the lord tell him that there was two congregations that needed to come together and that he was supposed to resign his pastoring to let another person lead the body, the flock that God had given to him for a season. I don't know about you, but if you know preachers the way that I know preachers, and I'll just go ahead and throw myself in the mix, it would be a hard thing if God came to me and said, this body that I have entrusted into you, I'm ready for you to let somebody else take over and, 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 and lead them. Amen. And step aside and let, because of your love for the people, and because of your love for the body of Christ. And I don't think any, I've ever seen anybody do it quite the way that you did. And he is still serving there in the church um, where, he, where he stepped down from. And they are flourishing and God is doing an amazing work there. But, I, but it's for that reason because our actions speak a lot louder than our words. And many people say that the kingdom of God means something to me. Or that I love God with all my heart and I would do anything for him. But we don't do it, in, when, it when it hurts or affects us. Amen? But this man truly loves the kingdom of God and loves the people of God. Uh, Brother Randy Rubel, will you come and share a word? I know God has given you a word. And, and I'll tell you another thing. We are getting ready to, to be transitioning and changing our name to Awakening Church of God. There's a major transition coming. And I have been greatly anticipating. And, and each, each service has been... Uh, specific what God has laid on my heart to preach. I've got a word for tonight that I'm going to be preaching that I feel like is instrumental in our in our transition into that new name um, and to that new change that's going to be coming and taking place. Um, but I believe that as I prayed and I had you coming on this Sunday morning that God has a word for us this morning that is a timely word that is for right now uh, that'll bring us into this season of transition. So can we make the man of God welcome as he comes to share the word with us this morning? We love you, Brother Randy. Let me get this mic set up for you. I want to tell you, you have some great pastors. This family are wonderful people. Our state has some great young pastors in our state. I'm just amazed... And I'm so thankful that I've got to know them. And, and they're rising up in our churches and growing our churches. But you got one of the best right here. And, and, uh, and uh, thank you for that. Uh, but uh, I want to tell you, it's not about me. It's all about him. 
And as a Christian, we, we learn that, uh, that uh, we, we have to learn. I, I, I'm a true believer that serving God is about sacrifice and, and giving. That's what Jesus is all about. He's, he's our, how many knows he's our sacrifice? <laughs> Hallelujah. And, and, and in our life we live, if we're going to grow in the Lord, if we're going to be what God wants us to be, there's times in our life we have to give. Uh, uh, we got to surrender maybe a position, uh, or, or, or we may have to surrender uh, a little finances out of our pocket, uh, or, or, or we may uh, uh, have to give in our will. Uh, 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 serving God and, and serving the church, uh, it's like marriage. You have to give. Uh, and... Um, and the biggest thing I, I can say about this move that we made is uh, uh, Brother Matt, he wanted me to stay. And God, I really want, believe he wanted us to stay. And, I, and I'm now getting to see the, the work that is being done there. And we have changed our name. And we, we are a, a reviving hope, Church of God. And, 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 and see, it can be done because... Uh, uh, the Potosi Church of God was one of the oldest churches in the state, one of the older churches. And, and, uh, and our people, uh, uh, they agreed to come together, both, both churches, 100%. So that's a God thing. Amen? That's a God thing. And uh, it, I just feel the, the Lord, and I, I, I feel like something good is about to happen this morning. Uh, many of you probably know my son Zach Rubel, and I, I know he had been a part of this church at one time. And uh, and I, I I look across and I've met a few of you that I'd met before, and it's so good to be with you, and always good to be with Paul and Deidre and your children and their your ministry, and it, it is awesome. I want to look this morning at Mark chapter fourteen, verse thirty-five and thirty-six. If you have your Bible. And we're going to look at that this morning. It says, He went a little further and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from Him. And He said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for You. Uh, uh, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what You will. Uh, Hallelujah. You may be seated. Lord, add your blessings to this word this morning. This morning, I want to talk to you about going a little further. Uh, 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 wherever you're at in your life, spiritually, uh, 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 in the things of the world, every place in the church, we have to go further. If we look here at, at Jesus was at the Garden of Gethsemane. He asked his three friends to go into the garden with him. The rest of the 12 disciples stayed on the outside. It was a late night. It was a long day. And Jesus knew what he was going to face in a few hours, that they were going to come and get him and accuse him, and that where he was going to be hung on the cross. We look at the life of Jesus. We read about Jesus. Jesus is our healer. He is our deliverer. He is our helper. He did all these great things. He is our provider. He 
provided for the 5,000. He did the miraculous. But see, he did not come to do those things, though he did them. What he came to do was be the Lamb of God for us. to be the sacrifice for our sins. We would not have salvation. We would not have hope if Jesus would not have done this. But Jesus, he came the earth in human form and he was human. And when he went into the garden, and the the word Gethsemane, do you know means press? That's what it means. It means press. This was an olive garden. They had a press in there that made a, 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 a olive oil. <laughs> And, 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 and it was a press. Uh, we, we're in a press in, the, in our, this life. We have difficulties. We have sickness. We have fi- financial needs. Uh, as a church, it's a press. Uh, the world is pressing against you. Anytime time you do something for God, the devil is going to fight you. It's a press. Uh, uh, and, and it was for Jesus, the human side. Is there any other way, Lord? And he asked him the question. And that's why we can go to God. In our time, the world is pressing against us and fear and worry. And can we do it? We have to come to that place in our life. Like Jesus, he said, Lord, if there be any other way, if this cup could pass from me, uh, Lord, if there be any other way, Lord, but if not, your will be done. Hallelujah. 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 Your will be done, Lord. I I don't know about you, but I want the will of God in my life. I want the will of God in my children and my family. I want the will of God in my church. I want the will of God in my nation. Is is our nation in the press? Is is the United States in the press? We are. But oh, let God's people rise up. Let us begin to pray. Hallelujah. Oh, I want to tell you. But it it said, why why did it say that he went a little further? See, he went back to his three closest disciples. And the scripture says that they were asleep. See, here's the key. If you'll go a little further, you won't fall asleep. If you'll go a little further in your walk with God, uh, you won't be complacent. If you go a little further in your walk with God, uh, hallelujah, uh, uh, you're not going to get bored, uh, but you're going to find your callings, and you're going to find your purpose, and you're going to find your place in the Lord. Hallelujah. See, you got to go a little further in prayer. You got to get a, a, a go a little further to get an answer. You got to get a go a little further to see the impossible. You got to go a little further to be empowered by the Spirit, as Acts 1 and 8 says. You want to be a witness. You, uh, you can't. Uh, Come and pray a five-minute prayer and be done. But you gotta tarry, and you, as they did on the day of uh, on the day of Pentecost, and you gotta tarry. You gotta go further in God and say, God, I ain't leaving here until you touch me, until you change me, until you move in my life. Oh, hallelujah! 
we got to go further, church. Uh, uh, hallelujah. See, I, I walk in here this morning and I see the possibilities. I see this church growing. I can see you uh, find another place uh, to move uh, one day. Uh, I think it's great uh, that you're changing your name. I like that, uh, the, the awakening. Uh, hallelujah. I, uh, but, but for you to, uh, to process uh, the, to the vision that the church uh, has, uh, you can't... Uh, uh, just be, you got to go further is what I'm trying to say. You got to, I, I see you have prayer meetings on Tuesday nights. Uh, you got to go further, church. Uh, hallelujah. And I encourage you, catch the vision of your pastor and go further with him. Don't just, he can't do it by himself, but he needs you. He needs your prayers. He needs your faithfulness. He needs your commitment. Uh, he, he needs your finances, uh, not for him, but for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. If we want the church to go further, hallelujah, I believe there's a place for this church. Amen. Hallelujah. We got to go further in the Lord. Hallelujah. We got to go further to fulfill the, God's plan and purpose for our lives. Those who go further, you won't be like those three and you won't fall asleep. He looked at Peter and he knew what Peter was going to face. He knew that he was going to face temptation to deny him. And he then told him, you'll deny me three times before the rooster crows. And he says, he said, can you not watch for one hour? For your, your, your spirit is willing, but your flesh is weak. And see, if he was walking in his spirit life, he, he would have been able to tarry. But he was walking in his flesh. Though he was following Jesus, he was walking. How many come to church and, and, and they think they're following Jesus, but they're, they're, they're coming to church in their flesh. They're coming to church just to appease their own needs and desires uh, when God has something greater for you. Uh, see, uh, you will walk into God and become uh, the man and woman of God He wants you to be when you begin to walk in servanthood, when you begin to walk in the will, in the purpose, and the plan that God has. Not my will, Lord, but what your will. Hallelujah. Uh, so so many today come to church uh, to be appeased and to be blessed. Uh, but I want to tell you, it, it takes a price. Ministry takes a price. Blessings and, and, uh, and answers, uh, it takes a price. We want the pastor. We want the worship team. We want the deacons and the workers in the church to pay the price. But we don't want to have to pay the price. Do you hear me? But if Jesus went a little further, then we need to go a little further. And we need to recognize that it ain't about me, but it's about Him. But you know what I found out? Um, the answers that I need in my life come a lot quicker 
when I forget about my needs and I begin to find someone else's needs and when I begin to see uh, minister to someone else I forget about me I forget about my needs and I forget about having pity on myself and you know and the next thing I know uh, God has answered the prayer and I haven't done anything about it. Now I'm a firm believer in that because it's scriptural. Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. If we make God first in our life and foremost, we don't have to worry about our needs. God's going to take care of them. I'm a firm believer in that and I've talked that principle to my family and I preach it and and I believe it so much if we love the Lord thy God with all of our heart, mind, soul and strength if we make him first in our life hallelujah we're going to be willing to go a little further we're going to be willing to go a little deeper in the Lord we're going to be willing uh, to do what God wants us to do. So many times we find uh, people, maybe the reason they don't want to go a little further is they're afraid what God may call them to do. But you don't have to worry about that. I'm afraid he'll call me to Africa. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. You just say, God, I want to see if you. I want to serve you. And if he sends you to place something like that, some place like that, overseas or somewhere, you know what? You'll will be willing to go. Why? Because his love will overflood your heart and he will give you a burden for where he places you and puts you. <laughs> so you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. It, it, it'll be a good thing. It'll be a good thing. My calling to ministry some 25 years ago, more than that probably now, 1990, 27 years ago, is prison ministry. Now, too many people want to go in prison. You don't find too many want to go and minister gospel. But I have done it for 26 years now, since 91. In the last six, along with pastoring, and I thank God for it. <laughs> Why? You, you said, and I've had so many pastors and ministers and people say, how can you do that? How can I not do that? <laughs> because they need the gospel too. And they need Jesus too. <laughs> and, and, and besides that, uh, uh, I can guarantee wherever God places you and puts the desire in your heart, <laughs> you'll want to go there. I, I feel comfortable. I took me, other ministers and men in with me. Big old boys, strong men, uh, macho men, and they're scared to death. And I'm not, I'm not tough or mean at all. And I go in there and I can face these men, tough men, hard men, men that, that, that are sinful. And I, it's not because of me, but it's because of him. I can go and minister gospel. And after all these years, I'm beginning to see a move of God in the prisons. And whatever it is, 
that God is calling this church to do. You'll be able to do it if you stay focused upon Him and you go further in your walk with God and you place prayer first. Uh, uh, the prayer and reading of the Word and having the Word in your life. See, God wants you to go further in your prayer life than you've ever been before. We need to. Because of this world that we're living in, because of our nation, the church must rise up in this last day and we must go further. And it's going to begin a, a prayer life. It's going to begin that you become an intercessor. It's going to be, be a place that you pay a price. Are you willing to pay a price in prayer? Are, you, are we willing, and I'm counting myself in the, am I willing to uh, pull away from the, the table uh, to spend some time in prayer for the cause of Christ? Uh, that I will read my Bible and study it and, and know it. Uh, I want to tell you, you know what's shameful? You go to a church and you're in it very long, you'll find out those that don't know the Word of God. They've sat in church uh, maybe for years, and they, know, they don't know the simple Bible stories. And that concerns me. Uh, it concerns me. Uh, I, when, it, when you go to a church and you see uh, Bibles in the pews and under the pews, and they're never left to leave the church, Oh, I have a Bible at home, but it looks like they're study Bibles. Uh, it concerns me that you don't go further. See, you can't be dependent upon the preaching and the teaching of the Word. Uh, though God uses that, you have to study and read it yourself. I'm a witness to that. I, I grew up in the church as a boy, and I struggled with my relationship with God all the way up into my middle 20s. and uh, uh, well, uh, More than that, my boys were already born. <laughs> and I struggled. And when you struggle with serving God, you're going to struggle in your marriage. You're going to struggle in, 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 in work. You're going to struggle everywhere. <laughs> and my, my dear wife, one day, we were talking and I was aggravated, and she just said, Randy, have you read your Bible? Start reading your Bible. That's all she said to me. And I took her up on it. Because I was at that place in my life. I had to do something. And it's sad that you're raised in the church. I come to church. I feel the presence of God. I come to the altar. I was, God saved me. I don't know how many times. But I couldn't live for Him. You know why? Because I didn't. Get in the Word. I didn't go further in the Word than what I heard with my ears. But when I began, <laughs> I knew that calling was there, but I run from it for, <laughs> for, for 15 years. I was a teenager and I felt it, but I wouldn't go further. <laughs> if you feel that call, I'm going to tell you it's the greatest thing you do because when I begin to read my Bible, I begin to pray. And I begin to be faithful, and I begin to, I begun to begin become a good husband and father. And, and but it it's a, it's a process in our life. But we got to go further. You got to take a step farther. I like what Paul said: forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth for those things which are before. 
that I press toward the prize of the high calling of God. I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Are we pressing? Are we going forward? Are, are, are we reaching forward for the things of God? James said, if you draw nigh to God, He will draw nigh to you. Hallelujah. Uh, you see, you got to remember, uh, Jesus is the one who knocks at the door. Uh, Revelations in 3.20, you're the one that has to open it to Him. You have to let Him in. Uh, he will meet you halfway, but you're the one that's going to have to move to Him. He will convict us. He will bring conviction. He will show us that we need Him. But we're the one that has to react to Him. Do you hear me, church? God wants us to react to Him. Uh, you want revival? You want your loved ones saved? Uh, uh, you want to touch this community? Then, uh, hallelujah, then you have to react. Then you have to reach forth. You've got to go forth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to. Uh, 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 hallelujah. If we're sometimes uh, uh, going forward and, and reaching. Uh, going further in God, uh, sometimes uh, it, it's that act of paying the price. Uh, hallelujah. It's, it's an act of surrender. Uh, I've seen that in, the, in our church when we come together. Those elderly people. Uh, it's not easy. That's not an easy thing to do. But, but we had a a church that come in with us they were young young people and 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 I watched them surrender and step back and and let them take over in 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 certain areas and and, and that's going further why because we went from 25 people with one child coming to church to now we're running over a hundred and we probably got Anyway, on a Sunday morning, probably 40 children or 30. And they said Wednesday night we had 40 kids downstairs. I don't go down there on Wednesday night. <laughs> but I'm thankful for it. You know what? Our church is a lot messier. It's a lot noisier. But I'm thankful for it. Hallelujah. I, I got a feeling there's some people in here ready for it to be a lot noisier and a lot more messier. I, I believe there's some people that, that are ready to go further and they're ready to see the church grow and, and ready to uh, uh, see God move in their life. Uh, but, but you have to step out and you, you have to be willing uh, uh, as Jesus did. It, it's a press. It, it, it's pushing against you. When, when they take a, uh, the olive fruit, uh, the olive or, or the grape, and they put it in a press, it squeezes the juice out. It, it, it's hard. I don't want. I don't like being squeezed. I don't like being pushed. Uh, and the devil will push us. But remember, greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. Do you hear me? Greater that He is. Hallelujah. He, he's greater. 
and, and uh, uh, let's rise up and let's kick the devil out and let's find our uh, let's take our place in our communities and let's win back let's take back what the devil has stolen and it happens see that's what Jesus did you said he didn't have much of ministry he just ended up with 12 disciples that was following him and he ended up having to die but, uh, oh, but, but because he died, we can have life. And, and the church rose up from that point on. Uh, uh, those 12 disciples and their families, 120, went to the upper room. And they tarried for how long? Ten days. I've been told that there was, they started with 500. I don't know if that's true or not. But they ended up with 120. But why? Because they had to wait on God. Uh, we are in a society, we don't like to wait on God. We have instant everything. <laughs> and we want it right now. <laughs> but God says, wait. They that wait upon the Lord, He will renew their strength. <laughs> Hallelujah. And if we'll learn to wait on God and we'll learn to tarry and we'll learn to spend more than five minutes in prayer and reading our word and we'll learn to listen. It's really easy for us to give our petitions and our needs. It's really easy for us to cry out our what we are in need of. But have you tried stopping and listening for the answer? That's the hardest part for us. See... See, we, we like noise, don't we not? So we, we even like to hear ourselves talk a little bit. So we cry and cry out to God in prayer. But sometimes we need to stop and hear the still small voice of God. Be still and know I am God, the psalmist said. We need to learn to stop and listen for God. Because He wants to speak to us. And I believe he's speaking this morning. And I, I pray this is encouraging to you. Hallelujah. That is my prayer and my desire uh, that it would be encouraging to you. For my prayer today was, Lord, I, I just feel like I've come to encourage these people and give them the word to where they are going. And I, I want to conclude with a passage of Scripture that the Lord has placed upon my heart. It's found in, in, in Isaiah 54. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And I got the New King James Version, and it says, Sing, old barren, you who have no, no born, you who have not born, <laughs> break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child, for more or are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. And here's what he says to do. Are we barren? Are we, are we not seeing the lost come in? You know what God told him to do? He told him to enlarge his tent. Did you see that? Enlarge the place of your tent. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, what does that mean? It means you got to have it. For you to enlarge the tent, you have to have a vision. You hear me, church? You have to have a vision to enlarge the tent. Get a vision. Carry the vision out. 
what was it Jabez uh, uh, said uh, uh, enlarge my territory we as Christians need to enlarge our territory we need to win more souls we need to reach out of more places do you hear me uh, and, and for us to do that we got to go into our workplaces and, the, and to the places uh, of the world that we go and we've got to uh, see them we got to see their need of God uh, we got to be willing to speak in their lives hallelujah get a vision it says and it says and let, the, let them stretch out the curtain uh, of your dwelling uh, what is that what, stretch uh, stretch your faith stretch your faith uh, Elijah stretched his faith when he told his servant to go look to the sea uh, we need to uh, have you stretch your faith lately go look to the sea uh, uh, stretch your faith uh, uh, God told Joshua to tell those priests uh, when you cross over uh, 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 the river Jordan uh, to step out in it uh, they had to step into the water before the waters parted Sometimes we got to step out in our situations before we begin to see the answer take place. I've, I've been there. Uh, hallelujah. We got to stretch the curtain. We got to stretch our faith. Uh, Peter, he was on that sea with those 12 disciples. Uh, and God told, Jesus told him to get in that boat and go across the Galilee and see it. Here they were in that boat all night and rocking and rolling and they couldn't get it to the other side. And, and the water was coming in and in the darkest time of the night, the fourth, uh, fourth hour of the night, watch of the night, and, and here comes Jesus walking the water to them. And, and uh, they all cried out, it's a ghost. But Peter, he stepped out in his faith and said, Lord, if it's you, let me come. Uh, that's the easy part. Jesus says, come. And uh, uh, he, he was prompted. Uh, we, our faith, we got to... We got to step out on our on the prompting that we hear, and to see if we're close enough to God. If we've gone far far enough uh, further in God, we're going to know His voice to step out on the things that won't hold us up. Uh, uh, for a church uh, 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 to change the name and, and to do different things, you got to step out in faith. You got to uh, you got to stretch your curtain and. And then it goes on and says, Enlarge, enlarge your tent, uh, stretch out the curtain, and uh, do not spare the length of your cords, of the rope. Uh, uh, what's, that, what's that mean? You've got to lengthen your, your cords. You've got you to go beyond the walls. You've got to be a wall. You've got to be a church without walls. You got to reach out if we're going to see the work of God done in this last day. We got to we got to reach out beyond the walls of our of our church. Hallelujah! And lastly, strengthen your stakes. It said, and strengthen your. What, what's that saying? That's saying that you got to go deeper. <laughs> If we're going to be a church that will hold up in the storms of life, when we extend our tents and, 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 and stretch our curtains and, and lengthen our, our cords to make it bigger, uh, 
uh, then we've got to have strong stakes in the ground. And that strong stakes is you, church. It's your integrity. It's your righteousness. It's your holiness. It's your spirituality. It's the Holy Spirit working and moving in your life. It's the gifts. And you can go and on and on and on with that. That's what it is. Hallelujah. Are you ready? <laughs> Hallelujah. I, don't, I have no idea. Me and, me and Brother Paul haven't talked. I, I don't know what, what the vision of this church is. I don't know where you're taking it. But I do know uh, uh, that uh, God has a plan for you. I believe God has given this couple a vision. Uh, uh, they're visionaries. I've, I've known them uh, uh, these few years. and I, I, I know they have a vision. But it takes us together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you stand with me this morning? Hallelujah. How many this morning wants to go further in the Lord? You want to go further in the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants to, you to go further. But it's got to be your choice. Just like it was Jesus. See, I believe... If you have, have the vision of the church and of God and what He wants to do in your life, then you know you have to step out and go a little further. Jesus went a little further than the disciples because He knew He needed a touch of the Lord upon His life to do what God, God what the Father wanted Him to do. And, and it, I believe in the book of Luke it said that angels came and comforted Him in this time that he was able to face what he had to do and what God wants maybe God is speaking to you maybe what you're facing in life the press of this world coming against you uh, maybe it's your rebellious children maybe it's broken marriage uh, maybe it's uh, uh, financial difficulties maybe it's illness or many other things in life. Or maybe it's to do with your spirituality, your calling and the purpose and the plan that He has for you and for your church. But you recognize for it to go forward, for it to happen, you've got to go further yourself. You need to go further. If you want healing, if you want God, uh, uh, God's provision, if, if you want to hear His calling even closer, you've got to go further. Hallelujah. And I challenge you to go further in your prayer life. Uh, 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 go further in the study of the Word. Uh, 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 step out in areas you've never stepped out as God begins to speak it in your life. Begin to step out in it. Maybe you're here today. I, I, I presume all of us are Christians, but if you're here today and you don't know the Lord, you need to go further. And you need to ask Him to come into your heart today. These altars are, are open. But I, today, if, if you believe God, you hear that call of, of going a little further with God, would you join me up here? And we're just going to pray together.